Welcome, welcome to another episode of Magicast.ai. I'm your host, and I'm here to bring a touch of magic to your tech knowledge. Today, we're going to dive into the enchanting world of net cash. Ahaha. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is net cash? Well, my friends, it's like having your very own magical memory bank. iMemory Cache represents a cache stored in the memory of the web server. And let me tell you, non-sticky sessions in a web farm require a distributed cache to avoid cache consistency problems. Because, you know, we don't want any cache drama here. <laughs> but why go for a distributed cache when an in-memory cache can work its magic? Well, sometimes a distributed cache can support higher scale-out than an in-memory cache. It's like finding out that your wand can do more tricks than you thought. Plus, using a distributed cache offloads the cache memory to an external process. It's like having a magical assistant that takes care of the memory for you. Now, when it comes to net cache, we deal with cache items that are stored as key-value pairs. And just like in any good magic trick, we need to keep things under control. Limiting cache growth is essential. We don't want our cache to take over the whole server, now do we? <laughs> So, how do we keep our cache in check? Well, first and foremost, we don't insert external input into the cache. Using arbitrary user-provided input as a cache key is a big no-no. It's like trying to fit an elephant into a tiny hat. Not a good idea, my friends. Instead, we can use set size, size, and size limit to limit the cache size. It's like creating boundaries for our cache. Boundaries are a good thing, trust me. Now, here's a fun fact for you. If a cache entry isn't accessed for more than 3 seconds, it gets evicted from the cache. But fear not, every time the cache entry is accessed, it gets a little extension, like a magical lease on life. It remains in the cache for another 3 seconds. <laughs> isn't that amusing? Oh, and let me tell you about cache expiration. In our magical code, we can configure a cache entry with a relative expiration of one day. This means that even if the cache entry is accessed within this timeout period, it gets evicted from the cache after one day. It's like a magical spell with a built-in expiration date. <laughs> now, let's talk about the cache size limit. Don't you find it funny that the cache size limit doesn't have a defined unit of measure? It's like a magical mystery. But here's the deal, if the cache size limit is set, all entries must specify their size. It's like working with potions and spells that have a specific measurement. Consistency is key, my friends. But here's the thing, the ASP.NET Core runtime doesn't limit cache size based on memory pressure. So, if we want to stay in control, we can create our very own magical my memory cache. It's like having a personal cache wizard that knows how to handle size-limited caches. This is particularly useful for components that are aware of this size-limited cache and know how to set cache entry size appropriately. And remember, we can also use post-eviction callbacks to set callbacks that will be fired after the cache entry gets evicted from the cache. It's like having a backup team of wizards to clean up after the magic show ends. But don't worry, the magic never truly ends. And there you have it, my friends. Net cache in all its magical glory. From creating boundaries and controlling cache growth, to embracing the mysterious nature of cache sizes and leveraging the power of distributed cache, it's all about bringing a touch of magic to your web server.
I hope you enjoyed this enchanting episode of Magicast.ai. Stay tuned for more tech wizardry. Until next time, keep coding and keep the magic alive.